Welcome to Service Dog Q&A with Dream Dogs. I'm your host, Victoria Warfel. And today, we're going to talk about the most magical place on earth, you guessed it, Disney, with your service dog. So we used to live in Gainesville, Florida, and it was about two hours to get to Disney. So we would go for three-day, two-night trips with, uh, with the family or with the service dogs for training. And that was phenomenal. They improved so much at Disney, just working them there. And you know what? If they could handle Disney with all the sights and sounds and smells and things, they could handle anything. So it was a great testing ground for the dogs as well. And whenever we knew we wanted to move from Gainesville, I kind of wanted to get a place that was closer to Disney because it's my favorite place to go. So we moved to the ranch here in Central Florida almost two years ago, and we are now 45 minutes to Tampa and 45 minutes to Orlando, which means in 45 minutes, I'm in Disney World. And that, to me, makes me so happy and so excited. So now we try to get to Disney World weekly with the service dogs that we're training. And it does them so well. Oh, my gosh. So much better um, if we can take them there and if they can work there. But they have to be ready for it. And then we've also taken Arrow to Disneyland when we were there a couple years ago for our conference, for our International Association of Canine Professionals Dog Conference was near there. So we went out and we spent five days at Disneyland and I want to go back because it was fantastic. So this episode, I'm going to give you some tips if you're going to be doing Disney or I mean any amusement park works with your service dog. Now in Florida, Service dogs in training have the same accessibility as fully trained service dogs. So we don't have to worry about if it's a service dog in training or if it's a service puppy or if it's a service dog. Uh, First question we always get from people when they find out that we bring the dogs to Disney is your service dog comes in with you on your ticket. Yes, they do not need to have their own ticket to get into Disney. And the second question is, yes, they can go on many of the rides with you. Now, there are some rides that they cannot go on. And that's primarily the roller coasters, but it's really anything that has a height restriction on it. And for those restricted rides, you can either ride or swap or crate your dog. Now, crating the dog is, uh, we use that in Disneyland in California, and we just used it most recently in Star Tours in um, Hollywood Studios in Disney World. Uh, They'll ask you if you'd like to do a crate or a rider swap, and this was on Star Tours. We actually used it a couple times on Star Tours, once there and once here. Um, They'll pop up a crate, you put your dog in the crate, And you go and you do the ride and you come back and pick up your dog and a cast member stays with your dog the entire time, which is fantastic because it's in a different area. You know, people can walk by, they can put fingers in there, they can take your dog and leave. So, you know, the fact that they leave a cast member there to keep an eye on your service dog is much appreciated. Uh, They also had an Indiana Jones ride over in Disneyland, and we did that with Arrow over there so Luke and I can do the ride together. And uh, it was a very bumpy ride, so Arrow could not have done that ride, um, and it's really nice. Now, Arrow doesn't care for Pirates of the Caribbean, but dogs can go on it. So because dogs can go on it, they don't have a kennel set up for him. So we could ride or swap, 
I guess. Um, and this happened because when we were in Disneyland, I wanted to go on Pirates and see what the difference was. And I had to go with everybody because they didn't have a kennel for Arrow to go into. So he got to go on that one. And there's, I think there's two drops on that one. So it wasn't as bad. And we got to see what the differences are. Um, so that's how you crate your dog is you just, you put your dog in one of the kennels that they provide. You do not carry a kennel around the park with you. They provide it and uh, they watch your dog while you go on the ride. Now your other option is called a rider swap. And that would be if Rich and I and a dog, a service dog or at Disney, I can sit down with the dog and Rich can go on the ride. When he's done, he comes and gets me and gets the dog and I get to go on the ride. So some perks with this one are, if it's me, Rich, and Luke doing it, Rich and Luke can go on the ride, and then Luke and I can go on the ride. So Luke gets to go on the ride twice. Um, we've also done this with the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and we had two service dogs and two people. So what we did was I sat with both dogs, and whenever my friend was done, she sat with both dogs until I was done. Uh, so rider swaps can work, um, or crating can work. Uh, now, like I said, Disney does provide them, so that's really nice. And a lot of times, the cast members will give you water for your service dog if you ask for it, and sometimes if you don't ask for it. Uh, you can always ask for a cup of water, a small cup, or a bowl if you do not have one of your own. I do recommend traveling with one of the silicone pop-out bowls, um, just because it folds flat and it's easier. Uh, and you can do that. You can always cup your hands. You can always ask for it. I try not to travel with too much. I don't want, you know, especially with a puppy, I, I try to travel with the minimum amount possible whenever I'm doing just the day trip for a couple hours over there. Um, but you want to make sure that you have everything. But don't feel bad if you forgot a bowl. They'll, they'll provide them. You just have to ask for it. You can also pop into one of the first aid stations to cool down if you need to. Or you can use the stores pop in cool down um, we were actually where was it animal kingdom a few years ago it was a group it was four of us and three service dogs and they we were over by the lion king show and they wanted to go on the roller coaster and they had a fast pass and it was going to be up soon and i don't do roller coasters so i had all three dogs and they went across the park to do the roller coaster and come back and meet me because our next thing was lion king show so we uh we did that and i just tucked in at the uh at the first aid station and the dogs were much appreciative of the coolness of the air conditioning um in the warm months warmer months you do need booties for your service dog to protect their feet not only to protect their heat feet from the heat of the asphalt but uh depending on where you're at you don't want your dog to step in anything so i had a friend who had her dog at one of the other parks, not Disney, and the dog stepped in bubble gum, chewed bubble gum that someone had spit out. So then my friend had to go and pick all that out from between her dog's paw pads, and it was gross. Um, cooling jackets are highly recommended as well. Uh, we have the Roughwear one, which is linked in the show notes on the website. Uh, you can, as a service dog uh, owner, handler, trainer, you can get a discount. There is a form at the bottom of the Roughwear site for you to fill out, and that gives you a very nice discount. Uh, there are other places that do cooling jackets. We've tried the cooling bandanas. I'm not wild about the cooling bandanas, but I will use the jackets. 
and don't plan on long days. So when we do, I told you we did the three day, two nights with, um, with the dogs or with the people and their dogs, you know, depending. And the hardest part was when we go with people, people are coming and they want to make it into a vacation, into a trip. And they want to get their most for their money. I don't blame them. So they want to go on so many rides and they want to do so many things and the dogs just can't handle it. They can't. Uh, you know, a couple hours and the dog is done. So your dog need, is going to be tired. Your dog is going to need a nap, need a break. So when we go and we stay at the hotels, usually what we'll do is in the morning, we'll get up, we'll go to the park for a couple hours. It's nice and cool. We'll go back to the hotel around noon or one o'clock and the dog gets to relax until maybe around five o'clock and then we go out for the evening. So we hit the cooler times, which is the morning and the evening and during the heat of the day, the dog's in the hotel room with us. Now, the dog's in the hotel room with us. You cannot have a service dog and leave him in a hotel room alone. Your dog is there as a service dog. Now, if you're at a pet-friendly hotel, it might be a different story. But if you're at a pet-friendly hotel and there's a pet fee, you have to pay that if you plan on leaving your dog alone in the room. And that could be, well, I want to go down to the pool. That's fine. You need something for your service dog. So we've had it where we have a couple different rooms and they want to go do something. And so other people will, you know, if we went with some clients and they wanted to go out and do the park. So we just brought their service dog into our room with us and uh, the dog slept the entire time and they got to go out and enjoy the parks um, because the dogs will get tired and we found that living 45 minutes away this is actually so ideal because we can go there for a couple hours we can go there just to watch the fireworks do a little bit of socialization and then we can leave Um, you want to make sure you do extra water breaks for your dog and that's not just whenever it's warm that's period you want to make sure your dog has plenty of water. If your dog doesn't want to drink the water, then what we recommend doing is taking part of your food, you know, for Disney, of course, it's going to be the iconic turkey leg, right? Uh, But really any sort of meat and drop some of that in the water. So your dog wants to fish for it and get it out of there. And in doing so, he's going to drink the water. Now, because your dog is drinking extra water, Make sure you know where the service dog relief areas are. And there's multiple ones in each park. Um, Use them and clean up after your dog. If your dog doesn't make it to the relief area, you still have to clean up after your dog. Do not expect cast members to clean up after your service dog. It's not fair and it's not right. So make sure you have extra poo bags. Make sure you have, if you have a bottle of water, to squirt it off afterwards. Um, If your dog pees, just walk and pee or just squat and pee somewhere that they shouldn't. Now, if it's in a grassy area, you still have to clean it up. If it's on the cement, you still have to clean it up or wash it off. Um, At night, light-up collars help your dog stay visible. So we have a couple different light-up collars, and they are fantastic for whenever you're out at night with your service dog. If you want to pack a rain poncho for your service dog in case it rains, um, get them used to it ahead of time. It could be warmer. It could be that they don't want to have a poncho on, that they don't mind getting wet, especially in Florida whenever it's a million degrees outside. Um, But, you know, have them a rain poncho. Have an extra vest or cape or harness. Um, We've gone before, and it's been a downpour, and we can still do the parks, depending. I'm an expert. I can find stuff to do. But guess what happens the next day? 
The dog's vest is soaking wet, and you can't put that back on your dog, it needs to dry. So we actually have what we call our rain vest, and uh, it's just webbing straps with some pockets on it, but it's nice because there's not that much to it. But it does take a little bit longer to dry out. Uh, character pictures, the face characters, which is the, are the princesses, um, the face characters are usually easier for the dogs than the full costume characters. So a face character would be the princesses, um, would be Kylo Ren is kind of technically a face character, not really because he has his mask on, uh, but the princesses are, are, are the face characters. Costume, full costume characters would be Mickey and Minnie, um, Goofy and Pluto, Chip and Dale, um, any of the, the characters. Baymax is a hard one for them. Um, any Anything like that where sometimes they're not human and sometimes if they are human, they don't look human. Um, that can be very intimidating to your dog. It can be very scary. And it's usually not what we try to start the dogs with. We try to start them with the princesses, with the face characters, to get them used to it. Um, if your dog is used to it and you want to get a picture of just your dog with the character, um, if your dog's comfortable, you can always ask for that. Never assume, always ask. And uh, it's, a, it's a nice memento to have. Um, we had, I remember one of the dogs, uh, their favorite was Tinkerbell. So we went and we got pictures of, of the dog with Tinkerbell for the owner whenever we had him at Disney. But those are our tips for doing Disney with your service dog. And I want to thank you for tuning into this episode of Service Dog Q&A with Dream Dogs. I'm Victoria Warfel with Dream Dogs, and our website is dreamk9.com, which is D-R-E-A-M, the letter K, the number 9.com. And we do have our exclusive service dog training program where we work with owner trainers, helping them to get their dog ready to be their service dog. Everything from choosing a candidate to basic advanced and off-leash training, public access training, service dog skills, service dog tasks, marker training, evaluations, and more. Our Facebook community is called How to Train Your Service Dog Group. I hope you find it and join us there.